0: Welcome to Driftoff, I'm your host Joanne, and you're listening to a bonus episode called The Kidnapped Santa by L. Frank Baum. You can listen to the whole story and other episodes while enjoying intro and ad-free listening by becoming a premium member at Driftoff.Supercast.com, or you can find the link in the show notes. That's Driftoff.Supercast.com. Welcome to Drift Off, bedtime stories to help you unwind, relax, and drift off. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host Joanne, and it's a pleasure helping you get restful sleep. Tonight I will be reading a story called A Kidnapped Santa Claus first published in 1904 by L. Frank Baum the author of The Wizard of Oz. In this story we will hear about some uncommon events that take place in the land where Santa lives in Laughing Valley with all his magical helpers. Beyond Laughing Valley lies the forest of Brzee. A large mountain stands there that contains the cave of demons who conspire to kidnap Santa. But even when it looks as though the demons may win, one can never underestimate the power of magical friends. And now, if you haven't already, perhaps you can shift around into a comfortable sleep position that feels just right for you and as you begin to settle in you can notice the sounds around you the sounds that are close by the sounds that are further away notice the various places of pressure Where your body meets the surface below. And as you arrive now into this present moment, you can give yourself permission to let go and relax, letting go of any holding, letting go of tension. thoughts, letting go of the day, and enjoy this quiet moment now of rest and relaxation as you drift off. And so as always my friend, settling comfortably under the covers, Take a full, comfortable breath, and as you exhale, relax and let go. Allow any tension to just melt away, letting your body sink deeper and deeper down into the softness of your bed. There is nothing else to do and nowhere else to be. So just lay back, relax, and enjoy the story. Santa Claus lives in the Laughing Valley where stands the big, rambling castle in which his toys are manufactured. His workmen, selected from the rails, nooks, pixies and fairies, live with him, and everyone is as busy as he can be from one year's end to another. It is called the Laughing Valley because everything there is happy. The brook chuckles to itself as it leaps rollicking between its green banks. The wind whistles merrily in the trees. The sunbeams dance lightly over the soft grass. And the violets and wildflowers look smilingly up from their green nests. To laugh, one needs to be happy. To be happy, one needs to be content. And throughout the laughing valley of Santa Claus... Contentment reigns supreme. On one side is the mighty forest Burzee. At the other side stands the huge mountain that contains the cave of the demons, and between them the valley lies smiling and peaceful. One would think that our good old Santa Claus, who devotes his days to making children happy, would have no enemies on all the earth and as a matter of fact for a long period of time he encountered nothing but love wherever he might go but the demons who live in the mountain caves grew to hate Santa Claus very much and all for the simple reason that he made children happy the caves of demons are five in number A broad pathway leads up to the first cave, which is a finely arched cavern at the foot of the mountain, the entrance being beautifully carved and decorated. In it resides the Demon of Selfishness. Back of this is another cavern, inhabited by the Demon of Envy. The cave of the Demon of Hatred is next in order, and through this one passes to the home of the demon of malice situated in a dark and fearful cave in the very heart of the mountain I do not know what lies beyond this some say there are terrible pitfalls leading to death and destruction and this may very well be true however from each one of the four caves mentioned there is a small narrow tunnel leading to the fifth cave, a cozy little room occupied by the Demon of Repentance. And as the rocky floors of these passages are well worn by the track of passing feet, I judge that many wanderers in the caves of the demons have escaped through the tunnels to the abode of the Demon of Repentance, who is said to be a pleasant sort of fellow, who gladly opens for one a little door, admitting you into fresh air and sunshine again. Well, these demons of the caves, thinking they had great cause to dislike old Santa Claus, held a meeting one day to discuss the matter. I'm really getting lonesome, said the demon of selfishness, for Santa Claus distributes so many pretty gifts to all the children that they become happy and generous through his example, and keep away from my cave. I'm having the same trouble, rejoined the demon of envy. The little ones seem quite content with Santa Claus, and there are few, indeed, that I can coax to become envious. And that makes it bad for me, declared the demon of hatred. For if no children pass through the caves of selfishness and envy, none can get to my cavern. Or to mine, added the demon of malice. For my part, said the demon of repentance, it is easily seen that if children do not visit your caves, they have no need to visit mine, so that I am quite as neglected as you are. And all because of this person they call Santa Claus, exclaimed the Demon of Envy. He is simply ruining our business, and something must be done at once. To this they readily agreed, but what to do was another and more difficult matter to settle. They knew that Santa Claus worked all through the year at his castle in the Laughing Valley, preparing the gifts he was to distribute on Christmas Eve, and at first they resolved to try to tempt him into their caves that they might lead him on to the terrible pitfalls that ended in destruction. So the very next day, while Santa Claus was busily at work, surrounded by his little band of assistants, the demon of selfishness came to him and said,